whether you are fit, were fit, or getting fit, it's time for Too Fit. Welcome to the Too Fit Podcast, wellness for normal people, with your hosts, Brandon Walker and Sarah Hollyhead. Thank you, Jim, and yes, welcome to the Too Fit Podcast, and this is a momentous occasion. Do you know why, Sarah? Actually, I don't. Enlighten me. Because this is episode 10. All right. I don't know what, why that is necessarily momentous, but it feels momentous. 10 episodes, so that's good. Mm-hmm. So welcome to the 10th episode. Um, we've got a lot to talk about tonight. We've had a busy week, Sarah and I, taking this thing to the next level, or working on it at least. We, um, we did some videotaping, video shooting, and photographs this last weekend with uh, some very seasoned professionals in the industry, uh, Jeff Hofer and Ron Gonzalez, who, if you know anything about Dallas video production, these guys are top quality, top notch, and we had a great time with them. It was very... They were very patient with me anyway. <laughs> Appreciate that. Well, I think, I, think, uh, I think we may have surprised them with our level of professionalism. I'm not sure they knew what... I hope so. I hope we wouldn't... I'm looking forward to, to seeing your stuff because I think you did an amazing job. Thank you. What are we talking about this week? Let's, uh, let's talk about what you have been up to because we started talking about a few weeks ago your new approach to fitness in which you partake of alternative fitness activities, if you partake. will. Partake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you started off a few weeks ago with the pole dancing classes and the... Ribbon. What's the ribbon class called? Uh, the silks class. Silks. The aerial silks class. Aerial silks, where you do Cirque du Soleil type uh, swirling and twirling and. Stretching. I haven't reached the twirling stage yet. <laughs> That's level two. I'm still in beginner level. And again, I still haven't seen any of this, which is unfortunate. Actually, I haven't gone in a while. It's just been so busy, but it was definitely fun, and I I bought like a pass of ten classes, but so I will be going back. It's just been kind of you know a lot of chaos with the shoot and everything else work and all that so but it was something different something fun it challenges different muscles uh you know so it's definitely i've learned that i am not at all flexible i think we talked about that so i'm gonna have to work on that so tell us what the newest your newest endeavor is that you've been working on so i kind of got in a kick at that same time it's like i'm gonna try all these different things that i've been wanting to try that kind of been um on the list but i hadn't really started any of them so I at the same time that I was taking those I started the CrossFit I started doing CrossFit and you have to do um, at least most of the ones that I've seen you have to do a two-week fundamental class so I've kind of been going through that so Monday was my last fundamentals class and I'm now allowed to go to the the big boy classes are you allowed (laughs) to say what the fundamentals of CrossFit are is it like a a fight club kind of thing. Like no, you don't yeah. talk about don't talk CrossFit. About well, it wasn't mentioned, so if that's the rules, they should have told me that. Did they, did they say that was the first rule and the second rule? No. Okay. Was, there were no rules like that. <laughs> so what? T- tell us r- briefly what you what kind of exercises you're doing in there. Well, some of the stuff is basic things, push-ups, sit-ups, things like that. But um, I already knew this beforehand, but a lot of the things that they do are lifts, like Olympic-type lifts which use your whole body. So that's why you can get a 20-minute workout, and it's just a whole body workout and very, very intense in 20 minutes. 
as opposed to spending 45 minutes or an hour and, you know, so, um, and that, that's why I wanted to start because I wanted to do some of those, a lot of squats, things like that. But those are things that I'm a little nervous about doing in the gym on my own because, you know, it can get hurt pretty easily doing that. So what, <laughs> so, what level of fitness would you say is required for CrossFit? Like if I, if I'm thinking about jumping in with this, this beginning level of CrossFit, what level do I need to be at as far as my own fitness before, so that I will, it won't be too hard to, to start off with? Well, of course they're going to say you can modify, and they did say that you can modify any exercise that they do to like, if you're going to do squats, just do them without weight. You know, if you're going to, if you, if you're a beginner, if you're going to do pull-ups, they have the bands, the, um, that you can use as kind of a, like a counterweight. Right. It helps you out. So, I mean, you can modify any exercise that you need to. Were but the people in your class, would you say they were fit or were they overweight? No, they're definitely or? fit. Okay, so <laughs> no. that's, that's kind of what I'm getting at. Right, is this right. is not a beginner. Well, I mean, you know, I would say no, it's not a beginner. Now, if, if they, they might get mad if they heard me say that, but I mean, it's definitely, everybody in there is at a pretty good level of fitness. So, you know, I think you just have to be realistic when you go in there. And if you are at, if, if you are a beginner, just don't get frustrated. Just realize that those, you know, people have been working out for a long time. They've probably been doing CrossFit for a long time, you know, so don't, don't get discouraged by it. <laughs> just say, Hey, you know, I'll use that to, and you do your own time. So they start the timer and everybody's doing the same workout. So you can make it competitive and you can look at everybody else and say, okay, I did this or that. But really more, I would look at it as what did I do? You know, trying to beat my own time. You know, when was the last time I did this workout and what was my time? And so that's kind of, you know, I think you can use it that way. It sounds to me, from what I understand is it's, it's like you've described that it's very similar in, in, in concept to those, uh, insanity and, um, what, what's the other one I'm thinking of? P90X. P90X and yeah. those types where you, you really, you want to be careful that you, your expectations right. are realistic when you go into right. it. You need to understand that this is not, if you're a hundred pounds overweight and you haven't you know, walked a mile in a year or so, then that's probably not where you want to start. However, if you have been doing some type of fitness activity and you and you're an at, live an active lifestyle, you could start off with CrossFit and, and just kind of take it a little bit easier at the beginning. Right. And I think that's for me anyways, that's kind of how I see it is that mostly people are, they have been working out or they've worked out in the past. Um, and so they have some baseline of fitness, but they want to either take it to that next level or they want to do something a little bit different or they want the community that you have there that kind of use that as the way to push them to the next level using the competitiveness to kind of you know, use that as incentive. So from the, those aspects of it are great, I think, are just really wonderful. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> I mean, either when you go in there, if you're, if you haven't worked out in a long time or you're very overweight, just realize, you know, you're going to have to modify the workout and you're, you know, you're not going to be beating anybody's mm -hmm. time. <laughs> so did you see any good like total wipeouts or anybody that couldn't. No, but the other day they were, they were doing their, their max 
they're maxing out. So there were a few times when was anybody crying? No, there were any of the guys crying? No, there was no crying. That'd be awesome. One guy barely. I just can't do it. No, he couldn't even talk. No, actually, you know they have spotters on the sides, and the guy was squatting and just couldn't get back up, and so they had to take the weight from him, and it was. So that means, yeah, it's it's hardcore stuff. I mean, and that's why I those kind of lifts and those things like that. I would not want to do any like thing like that on my own without either someone to spot me or someone to kind of watch my form or any of that. And that's where the CrossFit I think is, is really good because somebody's always watching you and somebody's, you know, commenting, helping you, giving you pointers, you know? Yeah. Well, this, uh, the theme of this week's episode is fitness horror stories. So I was hoping that we could start off with a, a story about somebody just totally wiping out and falling and like, making a big scene but no i mean other than the fact that so let's talk about somebody else who once fell and (laughs) made a big scene (laughs) we we could break up the the fitness horror stories into a variety of different categories uh our own personal ones strangely i don't have any stories about myself uh getting injured or anything like that but i but i have a story about you getting injured falling is that what i thought that's where you're going i thought you were headed yeah, right I'm for going that right, i'm exactly. going right for it we, <laughs> why did you even hesitate you were headed straight down that road because <laughs> i was that, that was the setup for this, oh, this, wow. the, the story you 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 set up the story with crossfit but so sarah and i were at the gym we i don't think we've told this story we may have mentioned it briefly but sarah and i when, when we work out together we tend to do these sort of routines like we have these fitness routines that are a list of exercises that you do a certain way. And so we were doing this routine. I think it was called, it was it the Marines workout maybe? Yeah. Or it might've been the V-shaped torso workout. No, I think it was the Marines. Cause it's, it's no, actually it wasn't the Marines. It was it, anyway, it was a most, I guess, upper body type of workout. And so one of the exercises involved, okay. You know, at the gym, when the, the pull up, sometimes they have a pull up bar, which is a horizontally, oriented bar and sometimes they just have two sort of vertically oriented handles that you hold on to to do pull-ups and I think if you've been to the gym you're familiar with the concept right so the exercise required that you hang a handle from a v-shaped handle a, a v-shaped the- metal handle that you would normally use on uh, weight machines it was a little v-shaped handle with two handles that you hold on to with a metal bar in between and the idea is we, was that you would hook this over the bar that you would be doing the pull-ups on. And again, it's so kind of hard to describe. So it's a closer grip. It's, so it's a close grip pull-up yeah. is essentially what it is. Well, ideally, you're supposed to hang that over a horizontally oriented bar so that it can't fall off. That's the idea. We didn't have the ability to do that at the time. So we just hung it on this. It's literally about a one-foot handle that comes out from the top of the workout apparatus. It wasn't even a foot. It was probably maybe eight inches or so. Yeah. So we, we, we <laughs> and we were thinking, you know, this is this we can make this work. So we hung it up there and I I did my pull In my set defense, of pull ups. I said, Oh, we can make that work. <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't seem I mean, it seemed a little bit risky, but not terribly risky. And it almost seemed like maybe the risk kind of added to the skill of it, <laughs> that it took some skill to, to do pull-ups on this bar, uh, holding onto this little metal handle rather than an actual bar. Uh, so I did my set of pull-ups, and then 
it was Sarah's turn to do it. It's I made it through the first set. Okay, so you got through the first set. Yeah. And the way typically women don't do full pull-ups. Some women do, but mostly they do assisted pull-ups when there's nothing wrong with that. So she would be facing <laughs> forward and I'm behind her and she's got her feet essentially in my hands. So my hands are hanging down. She's she's bent really 45 like degrees. Shoes, oh, she's right? bent 90 degrees at the at, at, at the, the knees knee. and I'm holding her feet behind her. So she's in sort of a kneeling position, but she's hanging from the bar. Uh, if you could get the, the visual of this. And so I'm behind her. Essentially, my face is right almost in your rear, it seems like. <laughs> not not literally, but it, I'm level, at eye yeah. level with your booty. Uh, so then she, she does her pull-up. She goes down and then pulls up. But what she was doing is each time she would pull up, the bar would come up just a little further. It would just jump up an inch, then an inch. Because and, the thing is, you were holding my feet. And right. so when I would come back up, it wasn't, you know, like when you did that, when you pull up or you're going back, you know, you're either movement, there's always steady weight on that bar. So that's why it never moved when you were doing it. Right. But when I did it, when I come back up with you pushing, it gave a little it, extra and it gave just enough that the bar began to slip. The bar <laughs> slipped right off there. And so, I remember looking up at it as we, and I thought in slow hmm, motion. <laughs> that might not be good. <laughs> so if you can imagine, I'm holding her feet behind her. Without that support from the bar, when it, when it came off, when the the handle that she was holding onto came off the bar, she just went face first into the floor, like. St- and you were still holding my leg. And I was so now so we're in like a wheelbarrow like a- type of position, <laughs> <laughs> except she went from about six feet up in the air straight down, <laughs> and she made such a sound when she hit. Now, granted, there was a, a rubber mat. Thank God. But that- it. I really thought she had just broken. I thought she hit her face on the mat. And I think she, you caught yourself with your hands. Yeah, right? my face never hit. But it just, actually, I caught most of it on my left arm. On, you know, my arms were bent. So I kind of caught it on the, from my elbow to my wrist and that whole area. But apparently when I hit, I hit a little bit more on my left elbow. And that's why I remember it was kind of. Swollen and right, stuff. Right, you jammed. You yeah, it just basically it was like jamming your finger or something like that. It just kind of jammed the... And it seemed like nobody saw it, though. Oh, God, I hope not. It, because, of course, it was it was like a Monday. Yeah. And, and it was Monday after work, and the gym is packed. And nobody I said just, anything, though. I, I guess they just were embarrassed for you. or Probably, or and you were there. They were probably like, oh, well, if she's hurt, you'll help her, you yeah. know. So. I was really worried, but luckily you're... I'm you're, like, it's fine. I'm good. Oh, yeah, you played it, it off like you're totally cool. <laughs> Uh, and and finish the workout. Thank you very much. <laughs> I've fallen down the stairs at the gym uh, several times, actually. And it's these metal corrugated steel stairs. And I literally fell almost down a full <laughs> section of the stairs because I'd been doing leg weights and I was so tired. I didn't and get I, to see that. No, I, I landed just flat on my hands, though. And it's it's one of those moments where you're just like, God, I really hope nobody's watching because you just lose all sense of decorum i mean you just fall and land and i'm sure i yelled an obscenity of some kind (laughs) and i think mainly because i thought i'd landed on my iphone and broken it because it made a sound because it hit flat on the metal and i was like oh man i broke it and i look stupid and i busted my (laughs) knee um well maybe that's why on mine that i don't remember that i made a sound but you say i did you did well something made a sound your your hands made a sound and i thought it was your face hitting the floor I was like, you're going to be missing some teeth. That's going to be rough. Uh, what's the moral of that story, Sarah? 
Well, think before you do some, if you're going to modify something, if you don't have the right equipment, think about, really think through something. I mean, all we had to do, thinking about later, all we had to do is put a towel under there. Yeah, that's right. And it would have, you know, it It wouldn't have, because that was the the whole problem is it was metal on metal. And Mm. so it just slid right off. Slid around. But if we'd had a towel or something to kind of brace under there, it would have been fine. So I think that's the morals that, hey, just think about what you're doing and, you know, if you if you need to modify something, I have a a horror story that involved a, a personal training client of mine, where I when when I train clients, my first encounter with them is usually is is in their home. So it's a it's always I do in home training. So I went over to this guy's house uh, who I hadn't met before, uh, and he seemed friendly enough, and he, he was. But my first session with them is where I do measurements. I me- we do exercises and I measure, I measure waist. I really don't measure that much uh, with a, me- a measuring tape. I measure their waist and occasionally, you know, well, I, I use an electronic body fat percentage measure. So I don't do calipers or anything like that. So we had gone through a couple of exercises or actually before, it was, this, was, this was even before we had done the exercises. And he was in like a full sweatsuit kind of deal. Not a heavy guy, just kind of skinny. And I said, okay, I'm going to get my equipment, uh, my tape, and we're going to do some measurements. And this took about 15 seconds. I went to the other side of the room and began rifling through my bag. I, I pulled out my measuring tape and my that I was going to use, and I turned around, and dude was almost completely naked. <laughs> like he had peeled off all of his clothes and he was down to like... he has a sweatsuit like the, oh, yeah, oh, the dancers <laughs> do where his Velcro and he's like... <laughs> it had to have been something like that because he just whipped it off and I turned around he's I'm like, whoa, man. <laughs> and he's standing there and he was about to take his underwear off. I'm like, I don't know what kind of you know arrangement you think this is, dude, but Where's we don't all- need to measure your whole body, man. So I was like, no, you could... Uh, you know, you go ahead and put your clothes back on. And Sorry, man. Working out's not going to help that. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about awkward where we're both standing there. I'm like, yeah, can you go ahead and uh, put, put your clothes back on? It'd be awesome <laughs> if you would just go ahead and please do that. And uh, I mean, how do you, th- and then he felt stupid because he, I don't know where he thought that, uh, is that normal in personal training to just get naked and have them measure you? I, I wouldn't think it was. Um, along those lines, well, what's the moral of that story? The moral of the story is <laughs> maybe I should explain things a little clearer. Yeah. I, but I've only had that happen once, so I don't think I'm like, I don't, don't think it was my fault. Maybe he had a weird trainer before that was, uh, who knows. Um, I had a coach in junior high that used to videotape us in the locker room and in the weight room. And we, he always told us we were going to watch the tapes, you know, to help us work on our form. And we never saw the tapes, so. What was he videotaping in the locker room? Yeah, that's. That's uh, creepy. It was super weird. There's a lot of stuff about this guy. I'm not going to mention his name, but he, he, he wore a lot of Speedos and like <laughs> he would show up on the track in like a full Speedo bodysuit and it, it was a bad scene. Junior, junior high was weird enough yeah. without having <laughs> to worry about your coach coming through the locker room and videotaping. He's like, oh, I'm just uh, testing out the camera, making sure it's working and. You know, you you could get by in the weight room with saying, okay, we're going to videotape you doing squats to check on your form. But then the idea is you're going to watch them later. And, you know, so we never watched them. Um, I'm trying to think. I've got (laughs) horror stories. 
one time I, uh, this was when I was embarrassed. These are all in, involve you being embarrassed or other people. The most embarrassed I've ever been in a fitness setting. Uh, I was dating somebody a few years ago and she was doing a class at her gym, uh, some sort of aerobic dance type of class. And she assured me, she's like, Oh, oh there's a lot of guys in the class. And you know, every, most of the people don't really know what they're doing. And, and so I was, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll go to this. She convinced me to go. And so if we show up late, like right as it's about to start, normally I, I, I like to get there early. She had us late. We get there like a minute before the class is about to start. And of course there's no room anywhere except on the very front row. And so the two of us have to go to the very front row and we're, there's mirrors all around. So the idea is you could watch in the mirror. So the instructor was like 10 feet away from me. And I'm, I'm thinking, oh, they're going to kind of warm up and do some easy stuff. And all of a sudden the music comes on. It's like, and then they, the whole class, like in unison <laughs> begins this complicated, you know, um, footloose meets, uh, whatever back what's that streets movie where those people dance and stuff (laughs) it looked like it was a choreographed uh type of scenario and everybody was dancing and i'm looking thinking i I really should leave because she's like no no you can stay so i i tried my best to to figure out the moves but it literally felt like i was in a bad dream or something where every time i would turn left the whole class would turn the other direction and what would happen was i would turn completely around and the whole class would be facing me. And it was like one of those bad dreams that you have or, or like some com- Adam Sandler movie or something like that. But it was rough. Moral of that story, uh, I don't really know. Aside from <laughs> maybe you should find out more about the class. Information is key. Yeah. I should have gotten there early and talked to the instructor rather than the person I was with at the time. Uh, well, probably easy to them. I mean, they obviously they've been doing it for a while, so... Sure, it's easy. I've I've had some people tell me uh, uh, about being careful of people you hire as a personal trainer if you're a woman because I have heard weird stories about personal trainers that try to hit on their female clients and that's just it's completely unprofessional. But I was thinking, I've heard of male personal trainers who only train female clients and to me that's a huge red flag. Like, it, I've not heard of that. Yeah. Like if you're, if you're a female and you are looking for a personal trainer and you go to their website or something and it says, you know, exclusive female trainer, they only train females or women. Uh, I, I'd be nervous about that. That to me, that'd be a huge red flag. That's uh, to me, that just says you're kind of, you're looking for a date or something. I don't know. I don't see why that would, why you would do that. Because some guys are just that. I, they just are, they are unprofessional about it. That's all it comes down to. Hmm. I would never, I, obviously I have female and uh, male clients. So I, anyway, all right. So enough, enough horror stories. Tell us uh, about your article you read this week. And then we're going to read an email that we got from a listener, which is nice. Yeah. We finally got a comment. <laughs> we get and comments all the time. One, we get so hundreds. That was good. What I mean is this is one email out of the hundreds that we get oh, is what right. I'm really saying. <laughs> You must be getting hundreds of emails. I haven't oh, they're not many. sending them to you? No. You didn't get all hundred of those that I forwarded you? Oh, you must have been forwarded them to the wrong side. So what's our, uh, what's our article this week? Well, this one's interesting just, I think, from the standpoint of, of 
eating habits, which I find pretty interesting because I kind of deal with it myself. <laughs> I think most people do. But so they did this study, and this is an article that was in, um, I think it was on MSNBC, which I think was the same place my last one was from. But anyway, they were talking about, um, they did two different studies. In the first study, they had uh, 98 people in a group that they went to the movie theater, and they gave um, half the group stale popcorn and half the group regular fresh popcorn. Dude, the fresh is so much better. But listen, listen. So then the next group, a completely different group, they had 60 people in this group, but they went to a college meeting room and they watched uh, music videos. And same thing, half of them were given stale popcorn and half of them were given fresh popcorn. And then what they found is that, um, you know, the people that went to the movie theater they ate the same. They actually, you'd think they'd eat less of the stale, but they ate the same, whether they had fresh or stale popcorn. And then the ones that went to the meeting room, they ate much less of the popcorn, both the fresh and the stale. So they ate less altogether, and they ate even less of the stale than they ate of the fresh. So we're conditioned to eat popcorn at a movie? not necessarily just a movie. What they're saying is basically you know, you kind of have this personal history of, of where you've been eating and you remember that and your body kind of remembers that your body, your mind or however you want it. And it's just a habit. And so you think, and when you think about it, that's, I mean, when you sit on the sofa, yeah. do you, you know, sometimes, Oh, it's football. You know, you're sitting on the sofa. You might not even be hungry, but your natural I'm hungry habit now talking about popcorn. That's like my favorite to, thing in the world is to reach over and get, you know, to grab some chips or grab something. So that was just, you know, that was, I thought that was very interesting that the place, the setting has so much. But then the second study they did to kind of take things a step further was that they took, again, moviegoers and they they uh, gave them same half and half, fresh and stale. But half of them were asked to eat with their non-dominant hand. So, um, and that was grouped from, from both, both of them and it looks like that or what they found was that the group that used the non-dominant hand ate less <laughs> so you of, should eat popcorn with your left hand yeah whatever you're you'll eat less of it you'll eat less and then so they ate less That's crazy. and then they of course ate even less of the stale they hardly I mean so you know basically what I, I was looking at is hey it's it's all about making things easy I mean that's what if it's a habit, number one, okay, I always you know, I walk by or I drive by someplace in the morning, McDonald's. It's easy. I stop by before I go. If you've Me, developed that I habit. do it all the time. When I have a monster, 10 o'clock, I have a monster. And it's like, even if I have enough energy, I'm fine. I have energy. It's 10 o'clock. I shouldn't be tired. Sure. <laughs> it's 10 o'clock in the morning. You shouldn't be tired then unless you've had a really late night. But it's... Um, it's just a habit and I've have found that it's something that I kind of look forward to and I liked it and so even so if what's the solution to to change well from what they were saying is to kind of change it up a little bit so you know if you're used to places that you're used to eating that you might have this mindless eating to try to really be conscious and not eat there or make change it up a little bit so if you do eat you're eating with the non-dominant hand things like that you know right, so get out of your routine it sounds silly have. but it really is basically becoming more aware of what you're eating and kind of breaking out of the habit of habitual eating which isn't i mean you're not eating for nutrition you're not eating for anything like that you're just eating 
just because that's what you normally do. So, but I was thinking too, just to kind of, this is not anything that was in the article, but I wonder too, if that has something to do with, you know, how, okay, the place that we go is where we eat. And maybe if that's something from our hunting days, where it was like, when we go to a mile from the northeast of the river, there's always antelope there. Uh, so <laughs> we so always just, eat there. It's, in, it's ingrained in yes, the location-based. Yes, like when we go based. to that spot by the, the cluster of trees, that's that where the way, good, the good. That's where the tasty antelope the is. Tasty antelope is there. <laughs> but if we go over here to the, the you know, then it's like maybe we have that's, a built-in GPS that's associated with. I just I thought maybe that could be, but I'm always trying to relate things back to, you know, to yeah, that, to evolutionary but, biology. Yeah, that things that are hanging on from from that but just maybe that has something to do with it the movie theater the that's good stuff all right we'll post that article up on the website um as well we got an email this week from chrissy and she says i always love i always listen to your show at work ever since episode one i work with unhealthy people and i love listening to other fit-minded people get me through the day I've lost 124 pounds and have gone from a size 24 to a size five so it's important for me to stay motivated and healthy i love your show well, thank you, Chrissy. We love you. And, and anybody hopefully else? Hopefully, your coworkers aren't listening that we just ratted you out. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. But we if they are, hopefully, they'll get some good tips to yeah. join your group. Turn your coworkers onto the show. Yeah. Like Chrissy, if you'd like uh, to send us a comment, we'd love to uh, hear from you and we'll read it on the air. Visit us on iTunes. You know how to get there. Go to iTunes, search under the number 2FIT, and you'll find the podcast. Subscribe from on iTunes. Give us a couple of stars. Actually, don't give us a couple. Give us five if you can. Um, also, you can see us on Facebook at facebook.com slash fitwithb. Send us an email at twofit at fitwithb.com. And we've got lots of cool details coming up about the videos that we produced once we get those edited, some new photos, and a whole new website that we've got coming up. So, again, as always, this is Brandon Walker. And I'm Sarah Hollyhead. Saying get fit and be well.